live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, May 19, 2022, and this is episode number 483 of this little fine program we got going here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, I thought we started a little sooner than that, but apparently we got off a little five minutes late as per usual. I'm trying... So hard to get back on track with being on time starting at 2 o'clock, but it is growing more and more difficult by the day. It's going to be a real challenge when I start trying to do this at 1 o'clock, when we eventually move to 3 hours, which is coming. It's going to happen. I don't know exactly when we're going to switch Barry on Deck to a 3-hour show, but it is 100% going to happen. Um, At some point, sooner rather than later as well i'm hearing a big echo in there sorry um so yeah welcome to the program though thank you for being here good times ahead man i hope you guys enjoyed nba basketball last night hope you had a good night a good day if you're at work hope you're having a good day at work if you're not hope you're having a good day period man got a lot to do didn't get to a lot yesterday um but have a shit ton of things to discuss on the agenda. Shout out to everybody on Podbean. Truck driver Pookie, Chris Reyes, John Dory checking in early on the bean. Over there flicking the bean, doing the bean thing. Um, and then everybody that got in the chat early, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for being here. I get a little, uh, I still get a little nervous that nobody's going to show. After all these years, I uh, get a little nervous still. So that's the thing I've got to figure out, Jared. Great question. He said, oh, so hour three is official. Friday's off. I don't know yet. I don't think I'm going to take Fridays off right away. Uh, I think what I'll probably do is do three-hour shows and also Fridays. Uh, and then maybe when I uh, lose my... So, so you guys know I'm in the Twitch Sports Accelerator program. This is why I've been talking about how uh super cool and important it is when you guys are here and showing up on time and when i'm on time i know um but yeah so they basically the twitch sports accelerator program basically pays twitch sports uh content creators that much not much it's like five bucks for every thousand minutes watched so it matters it's cool it's a nice little stipend it's a nice you know it ain't it ain't making or breaking the show but it's cool. So what I might do is while I'm a member uh, for like the next month and a half, I think I go April, May, June is my three month window. Uh, and then I might take Fridays off once that goes away. We'll see, though. Definitely three hours. I don't know when that starts. It's already May 20th. We might start three hours uh, in June. Maybe we'll just start June one. Why not? Right. 
Uh, so we'll do that. But what's up to the chat? What's up to everybody? For those of you new to the program, by the way, welcome in. Uh, but for those of you new to the chat or new to the program, shout us, shouts out to the chat. I say hi to everybody that uh, gets in and says hello as well and talks. And I encourage you guys to use the chat. Be particip- Be participatory. Uh, but what's up? I So early in was heartthrob. He said, what's up? I'll be in and out at work. Bad tooth that is making my face feel like it's exploding. Ugh. But ready to roll as always. Nightbot can eat a dick. Y'all hate Nightbot. I don't know why you guys are so mean to Nightbot. Nightbot didn't do nothing to you people. Uh, but yeah, heartthrob was first in today. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Al Denson was early. Jared Taylor was early. And Aaron J. Bryant was in early as well. D. Mata showed up. Uh, Dallas Hater 69. I like. What's up to you as well, my friend? What's up to Potch? Uh, one of the many outstanding uh, moderators we have on this fine program, including Day One, Donna, Jen, Potch, and Shelpsters, when she can make it. So, uh, yeah, we have a great set of moderators that I uh, that I appreciate uh, very much for their efforts. Who else was in early today? Perry, what's up, dude? Perry was in early. FJ was here. What's up, Mr. Jimenez? Joel Hernandez was in. Jen? Hi, oh, sweetie. Uh, hope, hope my mans did good at field day. Oh, that's right. He's not doing it tomorrow. You're just... Being moms, being a good mom. Uh, what's up, Cisco? Did I just hear correctly? Barry on deck, gaining a third inch. <laughs> this show's been swimming for the last two years. That's why it's so short, okay? That's why. Uh, yeah, we're going to definitely do it. I just don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, Uriel Villanueva, what's up, fam? Oh, he said, I forgot my AirPods at home. Uh, where did it go? Damn it. Stop moving, chat. He said, I forgot my AirPods at home, so I bought some cheap headphones at the gas station. Not going to play BOD on speaker. Uh, very wise move, my friend. Very wise move indeed. Uh, def- this is definitely not a speaker phone show. I mean, that's just, we know that already. Uh, who else is in the chat? Uh, Queen B, what's up, CC? I can't get over the av- uh, Avs uh, logo. That's that's crazy to me. By the way, CC, thank you for the 10 bits. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits during the intro. Philip Barnard with a thousand bits during the intro. What? Unbelievable heartthrob, man. Uh, I hope your tooth feels better. That sucks. Um, get drunk, man. Shoot some heroin. Smoke some crack. You will not be thinking about your teeth, I promise. Uh, also, shout out to Mr. Farmer for the follow three hours ago. We weren't on. Perry, thank you for the 30 bits as well, my friend. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Squirrel moments. They're going to be a lot. Uh, the the Adderall is good, but I still have my squirrel moments on show. But at least it keeps me focused on other things. I've got some updates for you about my shit. Uh, so we'll get to that. But um, take Friday off and come out to the winery. Oh, I would love that. We need to, we need to reschedule that that mini vacay, by the way, uh, Cisco. Definitely need to. Nora definitely is, is down for that. Posh, thank you for the Patreon shout out. Uh, yeah, I saw that heartthrob. My bad. What's up, uh, Ivan? Good to see you, pal. Thanks for being here. Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna. Hello. Barry, what do you think about Saban bad-mouthing your Aggies? Oh, we're going to get to that, buddy. We're going to get to that nasty Nate. I. Uh, long story short, that's the pot calling the kettle black. That's exactly what that is, but we're going to get to it. Phillips says Saban can eat a dick. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, Alex Villanueva, yo, I'm late. Sorry. Hey, you're never late if you're here, buddy. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. You know, it'd be cool if you guys show. But I understand y'all are out uh, hanging out on other shows early. I get it. We're good. We're good. We're good, people. Be here. That's all I ask. What's up, Tony the Handsome? How are you, fam? Good to see you. 
Me and Fireball are going to make friends. Oh, there you go. There you go. Please don't shoot heroin. I mean, you know, you've got a bad tooth. Aggies are not trash, Sean. Suck it. Half listening and half watching the Everton game. Who's Everton? I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Francisco said, I have BOD on speaker in the office. If I need a new job soon, y'all know why. Yeah, don't. Why are you doing that, Cisco? Okay, I'll try to clean it up. I won't cuss today, Cisco. How about that? I won't cuss a Cherry! What's up, girly? Thank you for the 100 bits, sweetie. Cherry said, I'm tired, but I'm here. Let's do this, squirrel moments. Uh, why are you tired, sweetie? Was you up all night gaming? I don't know. Why are you, why are you sleeping? You up, you up working late? I love that everybody's up grinding. I do. I love to see it. You guys are always out late, working late, grinding. House is steadily, steadily streaming, and I love it. So uh, keep up the grind, folks. Hustle don't stop. That's a shirt I was going to make. Hustle don't. I think those exist, but whatever. Uh, Tony said, Everton is a soccer team in Liverpool. Need a win to stay up in the Premier League. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mark said, if I make it to 80, I'm trying all the drugs. Dude, you know, that's not a bad idea. I was talking, uh, with this past weekend when I was, uh, on the road with Cowboy Bill, we were talking about dying and he, we were like, man, I don't want to be old. Like, I don't want to be so old that you can't move around. And, uh, he had lost his dad five months ago and he talked about it, you know, being in a better place. Cause it's just not fun to be old and. He was like, I don't think I want to live to be like 95 or 100. Nora, we had that conversation. She was like, yeah, at 75, I'm just going to kill myself. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, 75, I'm just going to kill myself. I don't, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. That makes no sense. What? What? That's ridiculous. That's her though. She's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like peeing myself, shit myself, can't do nothing. 75. I'm like, what? I kind of like Mark's idea. Uh, if I hit 75 or 80, I'm just going to do drugs until I die. Might as well. I mean, you're going to probably shit yourself anyways when you die. I think everybody does. It's not like you're like, oh, I got to hold in this boo-boo. So you might as well like die in you know, a pool of your own vomit and shit or something. I don't know. I said I wouldn't cuss. So, Cisco, how's that work? Speakerphone thing happening. Okay. Service sucks over here in this damn shopping center. What shopping center you at, fam? Probably Sharpstown. There, uh, they don't get, if I make it to 80, I got marks. Go ahead and cuss. I'm the only one in the office. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Oh, you went to Danzig last night? Dude, how old is Danzig now, Cherry? Danzig's got to be 150 years old. Like, really? Uh, when Moses parted the Red Sea, Danzig was on the other side playing the guitar. That's a that's a blast from the past, though. I bet Cece would like Danzig. Oh, look! I was there, too, and I loved it. I knew it! Cece is one of our resident, uh, e- not emo, um, new wave punk, like 80s, 90s punk girls. Not like current day, uh, you know, punk, emo. Like current day punk is just soft it's booty soft it is they're just like i'm a punk rocker but i have feelings and i i don't want to like back in like the sex pistols are just like fuck the queen fuck uh, the uk do heroin rock and roll now they're like uh, you were new wave cc yes you were you were new wave i saw your pictures that was definitely you listened to the cure didn't you cc if you listen to the cure you were new wave 
after the 90s, Punk died. That's true. Podbean has better service. Always one team. That's not how it works. Uh, 99 and Kirkendall. Where's that at? Oh, 99 and Kirkendall. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know where that's at. It's like right down the road from me. Pretty sure Fidel is taller than Danzig. Is Danzig real short? I didn't know that. Watch that I leave for like 30 seconds to come back. We're talking drugs and shitting our pants. Uh, A.K.A. party time. Um, lots of heroin talk today. Well, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to encourage you kids to walk to straight. Now there's a lot of awesome punk out there. It's just not mainstream. Ah, yeah. CC definitely had that new wave hair. She definitely did. Thousand percent. Okay. We got it. Oh, hype train was closed. Look at us. So smoking. Good. Rub. Welcome to the program. And thank you for the hundred bits as well, buddy. Very much appreciate that. All right. Uh, Poppy looking good. Jay Rizzle, truck driver, Pookie, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, John Dory. What's up over there? What's up? What's up? Uh, oops, forgot to press send. What'd you hit? What'd you hit? What'd you do? Uh, I don't know what you did. Where's Chris? Oh, yeah, he's there. I think we lost D-Mac. I think he got mad at me. Reyes said D-Mac got mad one day and has never come back. Uh, film session of the video where the dude knocked out Danzig. Where... Wh- this last night, Danzig got knocked out. Danzig's 5'3", one inch taller than me. Oh, that's super short. 5'3". How tall is Fidel? Did we establish? Is Fidel here? Uh, Fidel, how tall are you? Man, I'm having a problem with my ear. Ugh. It's gross. It's like waxy or something. I don't know. Um, Danzig was yoked. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works, Barry. My Twitch cuts out, but I can always listen on Podbean and them little punk. Oh, really? That's interesting. That's very interesting. All right, let's do some sports. We, 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 yesterday, this whole week, we've not done a lot of sports. Hell, we hadn't even talked NBA basketball yet, and we've had two full games, so we got to get to it, folks. Let's get sportsy. Don't forget, it's three-hour Thursday, uh, third hours for Patreon members only, and it gets wild. It gets crazy. We have a lot of fun. Also, um... Dez from Apollo Media normally joins me uh, in the, on this program at about 3.15 on Thursdays to talk MLB and Astros. Dez under the weather, so Dez won't be here today, uh, but he'll be back next week. So we got plenty of time to get to it, so let's get to it. All right, here's sports headlines for the day. Philly's saying that Bryce Harper can't throw for at least six weeks. He had to get some... Uh, Elbow stuff, they injected like collagen or some shit. I don't remember what they did. They did something crazy to his elbow. So he can't throw uh, for at least six weeks, but he can still be their DH. So Bryce Harper going to DH. Thank goodness, man. Just in time uh, for the National League, especially the Phillies, right? Had they not had the universal DH, Bryce Harper would just be on the IL. Pinch hit duties, maybe. That's it. So uh, Bryce Harper going to be the Phillies DH for at least the next six weeks. Jacob Rizzi avoids worst case scenario. The MRI on his leg showed some damage, but not to his Achilles. Thank goodness. They said he's on crutches. Actually, he got rid of his crutches. So things are looking up for Rizzi. They think he should be back. How well he'll perform coming back from that injury, we'll see. I saw a quote where he said that basically he knew something was wrong because he felt it pop, but it wasn't as bad. He said that the being carted off on a stretcher made it look worse than it probably was. So... Hey, but you know what? Better safe than sorry. Pac-12 officially did away with divisional football. Do you guys like this idea? Do you like the idea of no divisions in a conference? 
I kind of do. Divisions were always available or made uh created to keep travel costs down right it was back in the day it was expensive now it's about to get expensive to travel again with jet plane fuel and inflation and oh my god this is it's getting so expensive to get anything nor since she filled up her car 55 dollars. let's go biden what are we doing i told Nora, biden's in shit to bed he ain't we won't see him back it's time to get some new blood this is ridiculous. Anyways, um, not to get political, um, but you know, hey, I talk shit about Trump. I can talk shit about Biden. Uh, Biden's not my dude. I don't like this. He sucks. Get him out. Um, <laughs> it just pissed off so many people. Uh, th- but yeah, I-, I like the idea of no divisions in a conference. I do. I like the idea of just t- 12 teams, 10 teams, whatever it is, 15, 16, whatever it is. The Big Ten has 12 or 13. The the Big 12 has 11. It's so stupid. Like, how are all these colleges don't grasp numbers? I don't I don't understand that. That's super weird. Uh, nonetheless, I like it. It's just best two teams at the end of the day. Because in some cases, you had division guys playing themselves, and they would only play a subset of the other division, as in the SEC. The SEC will play itself and then a few teams from the other division, not the whole division necessarily, because there's only 12 games um, in a season for college. So I really like just get a random-ass division going. I like it. It's a big deal. I Why not do it... Uh, why not do it where the the the, the best teams in your conference um, have to play the toughest schedules, just like the NFL does, but no divisions? I don't know. I like the idea of it. It's cool to me. Uh, and I see a couple others do. Ivan likes it. Um, who else? Oh, there's like, I guess there's new wave talk going on. I'll, like, I'll ignore it. <laughs> oh, wow. You guys are really nerding out on the new wave punk music, huh? I'm about to throw this damn phone. Why, Ivan? Don't throw the phone, buddy. Reboot. Reboot, Ivan. Reboot. All right. Uh, NBA finds the Mavs 50K for bench decorum. I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently if you don't act right on the bench, if you're acting all silly and you get close to coming on the court, the NBA can and will fine you for poor bench decorum. This is the second time. In the playoffs, the Mavs have been fined by the NBA for bench decorum. And Jason Kidd basically said, look, we're not changing who we are. We're energetic. We're fun. We like supporting each other. You guys are harping on the wrong stuff. But we're not going to change who we are. And if you noticed at the beginning of that game, the Mavs were so extra on the bench. They were. They were so extra coming on the court cheering. I think they were proving a point. I think they were proving a point. Um, but yeah, Mavs can find 50K for poor bench decorum. Just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's just uh, You know what they shouldn't do is just find people individually for coming on the court if you don't like it. And that'll, that'll make sure that they celebrate where they're at. Amy says the Pac-12 losing schools. I don't think so. I don't think they are. Um, not that I've heard of. It's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility with all these shifts in conference alignments. Um, but I don't recall hearing anything. Uh, the Celtics' Marcus Spart is probable for tonight's game uh, against the Heat. Al Horford is doubtful for game two tonight in Miami. Uh, do we have an update? I did this last night. Let me uh, let me go to the injury update for the NBA. Let's see what they have here. Skedge. 
Boston, let's see, 7.30 time. <sighs> Injuries. In case you care, heat, uh, two and a half point favorite. Over under in the game is 207. They scored 225 points in game one. So, for, for what it's worth. Uh, I'm, see, I'm trying to find the injury. Here's the preview. Nope. I want the game cast with the injuries. Let's see. Pick center, full schedule. Okay. Well, now they don't have. Oh, full. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Marcus Smart, day to day. Sam Hauser, Derek White for the Celtics are out. Kyle Lowry out. Uh, Gabe Vincent, Max Struss, day to day. Doesn't say anything about Al Horford on the, the Boston uh, injury report. So, not sure how that's going to work. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't find anything. So, I guess he's still doubtful for game two. Uh, so, we'll find out. The game is tonight. Lastly, Bryson DeChambeau withdrew from the PGA Championship after a pra- after the practice round. Uh, didn't go well for him. And uh, wasn't feeling good. I think he's got some lingering injuries. So, he said he wants to make sure he's 100%. 100% when he comes back. So, look for him to miss the PGA Championship altogether. What's up, last call? What's up, Christopher Mina? I missed the Pac-10. No, it wasn't Boban, by the way. It, it definitely wasn't Boban. Uh, okay. Let's see here. That's your uh, that's your MB or that's your uh, headlines for today. I've been thinking about something, you guys. I think I'm. I don't know if I want to keep doing film sessions. I just I keep seeing people doing similar stuff, and I hate I hate I hate that. Uh, I hate, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be perceived as a copycat show. I don't, I don't want to do that. So I may not do film sessions anymore. I don't know. It's a, it's a thing. I get, I get super like moody about this. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, um, I just don't like seeing like, I'll, I'll cause I bounce around all the Twitch channels and you know, two years ago when I was doing this, I was one of the few period doing it and the film sessions were cool but now everybody's doing it and everybody's doing them it's like eh, eh. yeah but potch i get it man but i might just come up with something else right like just i'll do something unique and then when everybody starts doing that i'll do something else i don't know i'm just that way dude i get i get bitchy and moody about this i get bitchy and moody what is this dang phil it didn't sell out what didn't sell out I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea what you're talking about, VB, but welcome to the program. Uh, I'm guessing uh, Zalator. I don't know what that is. Is that a golfer? We are trying to get new people, Potch. Yeah, we are. Definitely are. Uh, All right, let's do this. Now, I do have some videos, so I just want to go through it. Let's get them out of the way. Like I said, uh, so this was, I meant to get to this a couple days ago. And, um... We didn't get to, but this was super fun. It's not a film session. I just love this video. So this this is at a, I think this is at a Cubs game. And let's just say this dude uh, kind of came off like a, a punk bitch. Booty soft bitch. Check this out. Foul ball. And dude gets out of the way. And this woman. Well, watch. Ah, look, we got a little foul ball action. Oh, my. Now. My man's, my man's saw the foul ball coming. 
and he's got his beer. So he sees the direction it's headed and he just slides down. Look at the other two guys. Is anybody in these stands interested in this foul ball? The two dudes up front are ducking and covering. The guy on the, the, the left is walking away. The guy in the hat with his woman over there is moving away from her. And she's just covering. Bam. Oh my and goodness. bam. Look at that shit. Look at that shit. Ah, ball comes in. Like a plow. Oh smack. Oh <laughs> right off the side of her shoulder <laughs> and rib. Look at him. He's like, I'll get the ball. He had a chance to be the she's hero. like, I can't believe you bailed on me. He's like, sorry, guys. I'm a puss. Unbelievable. What are you doing, guys? Are you uh, are you trying to catch this or are you bailing? What are you doing? He didn't lose it in the sun potch. Are you are you uh are you trying? Are you going for it or are you bailing? I'm curious what you guys do. Uh you should go. I should go what? I don't know what that means. I should go. Oh, you're talking to Heartthrob. Oh, you're talking to Heartthrob and Souls. Okay. I was like, what, 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 what? what's up, Vince? Made the right move. Always protect the beer. Yeah, but you kind of, as a dude, you kind of look like a bitch. Ladies, Cherry's here. Jen, are you still here? Cece's here. Uh, Jeff Bell's catching it for sure. 100%, right? Ladies, are you mad at your man if he does this? If your man, look at him. He's got his little muscles. Look, he's got his little, he's got his little muscles on and everything. Hold on. Let me get over to this. Oh my uh, at the oh. end, pow! Take that, take that. He's like P Diddy. Take that, take that. Uh, my man's over here. Look, he's got his little muscles on. Look, look, look at his little arms. He's a little tough guy. He's a little tough guy. Or not? Because he just straight up bailed. Ladies, are you mad if your man does this? Jen, are you mad if your man's gets out the way of a foul ball and then it hits you? It hits you. It doesn't just innocently careen off anywhere else, but it bounces off like your ribs. What are you, are you mad? Uh, <laughs> Jerry said, I'm bailing. What the hell do I look like? He should have jumped behind her. Uh, be handsome, all those muscles for nothing. I'm damn sure not letting it hit Catherine. Oh, bro, Catherine would cut your balls off, Alan Denson. She would cut your balls off and throw that baseball and your balls back onto the field. You definitely need to try that. Chris said such a gentleman. Yeah. Now that's a good that's a good point. Charles said he's probably 12 Michelobes in. And also, Charles, just because you would already be 12 Michelobes in, doesn't mean he is. <laughs> Nate said, I'm doing the same shit. I'm out. I'm bailing. Uh and Cherry's not mad. She said it's every man for himself. Okay. I dig that, Cherry. I dig that. Um Cece said, Yeah, I hate him. Twist his dick, I will. <laughs> Cece just went like Old school world star Yoda. Twist his, twist his dick, I will. He could have at least tried to pull her with him. See, now that's the thing. I'd be like, babe, 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 babe. Actually, I'd probably just try to catch it. I mean, just, just you know, man up. Those are definitely show muscles, Sherry, you're right. Are we going to talk about her covering at a baseball game? What does that mean? I mean, there's a foul ball coming. What's that? What's the what's the problem with that? It is it was a douchey move though, Ivan. I do agree. I mean, look, chivalry is not dead. Protect your woman, bro. Go 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 try to get the baseball. Let it hit you. Pay attention, sweetheart. If you if I run, you run. Okay. 
<laughs> Donaldson, that looks like something my ex would do. Y'all dating some punk ass bitches. I'm I'm not letting my wife get hit with the baseball. I'm I mean if I take one off the grill or the the hand or the body of but I I'm not if I have a chance. I'm not letting Nora get hit with the baseball. I'm just not doing that. Cisco uh, said, uh, "I love my wife, but my uncoordinated ass would make matters worse by trying to catch it." Okay, okay. I'm just saying, Cisco. You know, you kind of got a a girthy f- frame. You just just go. You know, catcher style. You ain't got to try to catch it. Just you know, maybe just give her like a little. Kind of get in the way. Be like, take it off the take it off the chest protector, like uh, like machete. Go all Yadier Molina in the stands. But you fucking ran two hundred feet. I'm not doing that. I might I might miss. They might make fun of me. But you know what they won't be doing? They won't be talking about me. At an Astros game, missing a foul ball and it hitting my wife at Larry on deck in St. Louis. That's not going to happen. Old St. Louis Larry doing Larry on deck for his fans. Uh Uh-uh. You're not talking about me on the internet. I don't think so. What's up, Stephen Luther? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, DJ Maddie said, sorry, I'm late. What's the word? What's up, famo? What is up? Uh, happened a couple days ago. Yeah, it did. It did. I, like I said, I didn't get to it. That's why I wanted to. I wanted to get it off my plate of to dos because I make this list, and then you know, of course, we get sidetracked so often that. Uh, but yeah, uh, cool video from a soccer game of a dude heading the ball away from other fans. Oh, that's cool. Barry out here taking baseballs like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, listen, don't let your wife get hit. I would do best to make sure my wife was good, though. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. What if you deflect it right into her face? Hey, what she can't say, what she can't say is that you didn't try to protect her. That's the thing. Look, if I go to, you know, catch it or and it pop, pop, ping, pow. Okay. That's fine. But at least I tried. I didn't bail on you. I didn't run like this show muscled coward. No, sorry. It's not okay. Get out of here. Uh, speaking of baseball and videos, I did get this video as well. <laughs> this is, is going to say Larry on deck is the DH gate BOD. <laughs> That's well done indeed, buddy. Well done indeed. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I got one more video. Let me, let me close these out. I got to get rid of some of this shit. Close, close. We're done with that video. So Steve Aoki. I still open doors for ladies. I do too. In fact, if you ask Nora, and we've been together, August will be, what is this, 2022? August will be 24 years that Nora and I got together. August 13th was our first date. We had lunch together. And a we went to, um, oh, it was a restaurant, Eatsy's. We went to Eatsy's in the Galleria for our first lunch. And... The dude, so we got our sandwiches back at Eatsy's. Rest in peace to Eatsy's, by the way. It's gone. Um, You would go get your sandwich, and then you would pay, and then you'd go sit down. So I told Nora, I was like, hey, I'll, I'll get these, make your, get your sandwiches, and uh, I'll, you know, I'll meet you at the table. And um, I'm there. 
And the dude checking me out was checking me out. He, he tried to take me home. I got I got hit on by a gay dude the same day I was trying to make Nora uh, on a, on a make an honest woman out of her. I told her I was like, listen, you ain't the only one that wants a little piece of this, okay? <laughs> Quibi said I'm so hungry. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thanks, y'all. What? What player was it that saved the reporter from a line drive barehanded? That shit was epic. That was also very, very fake. Very fake. Poor Marine, what's sad shit, buddy? What is sad? Eatsies was so good, Donna, right? I had a little flower tile, and the guy was like, can I smell your roses? I was like, what? He was like, I got all of my, I was like, bro, what? 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 Uh, what's up, poor Marine? Why just Eatsies is a, a now a Whole Foods? Oh, that's what's sad. Yeah, hundred percent, fam. I'm like, babe, we can never go back and rekindle our first date ever. I don't know where that gentleman is that tried to take me home, but I don't remember how it was spelled. To be honest with you, oh, they're still open in Dallas. Oh, well, there you go. I'm not driving to Dallas. On August 13th to buy Nora's sandwich for our first date. I love her. Not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, I think we got everything out of the way. Okay. Yeah, it was Evan Longoria, but there was a hundred percent fake video. Right? Evan Longoria barehanded catch. After the video was released. Longoria told the Tampa Bay Tribune the video was real. Ten years later, however, Longoria acknowledged in the interview that the catch was staged. I was like, okay, that's not... Have you guys seen this video? Does everybody know this video that we're talking about? Does everybody know the Evan Longoria video that we're talking about? I feel like... uh, Post a one in the chat if you've never seen this video, okay? Post a one in the chat if you've never seen the Evan Longoria barehanded catch saving a reporter video and if we get like five people that have never seen it i'll play it bring it to the winery august 13th i got you oh what is uh so i've already thank goodness i guess i don't know um but i told you guys a while back she had taken vacation her first vacation in over two years because of the pandemic because they weren't allowed to take vacation during the pandemic and she was new at the hospital she works at so she finally took some time off in july and uh, she wanted to go on vacation, so I booked us a, a trip to uh, Yellowstone. So we're going to be going m- early July. Uh, and I told her, I was like, well, that's kind of ironic. that, And, and again, my luck that we would book a, a vacation and then a week later lose all my shit on the road. Yay! Could have used that money. <laughs> uh, but it's on the books, so we're good to go. But uh, yeah, we're going, uh, I'm sorry, the third week in well technically the third week in july what is august 13 it's a saturday you might be on to something cisco let me get with you oh a lot of you haven't seen this video okay <laughs> mark's so bad now why would you tell me that i would prefer to live not knowing that it was fake so uh cisco i may be hitting you up buddy I may be hitting you up because that's not a bad idea for our 24th anniversary of our first date. Okay, here's the here's the catch of Evan Longoria. Again, I'm sorry to ruin it for you. It's a neat idea. It's a neat idea. Check it out. 
This is him, and this is uh, this is the video. So they're doing this interview. Guys, I can't hear anything. That's like not working. Uh, why? That's super weird. That I I I I I can't hear anything. Oh, see, I guess I fixed uh, Podbean, but screwed up being able to hear video anyway that right there so there you go so they're talking she's interviewing there's a guy at the plate in the background you can see him right there he's like yeah you know fam i got this but how did you guys not know that that wasn't real like come on how do you fall for that that's so that was so obvious mark you're not that gullible, my guy. You can't be. I mean, it was a cool, it went viral. It was a, it was a really cool idea. It's like the Tom Brady throw in the football things. Yeah. Uh, Carnival keeps calling me for a cruise August 13th. Oh, you should go. Maybe Longoria was trying to get a little. Maybe. I feel like, I feel like Evan Longoria, the multimillionaire baseball player, doesn't need to hoax a video to get any i don't know i like to live in a fantasy world i'm sorry mark i ruined it for you and everybody else uh yeah nick i was kind of surprised that that many people hadn't seen it pretty wild what are we saving the bean for what's going on on the bean chris reyes titan hugo eric resendez chris reyes john dory there you go four four on the bean that's what we're fighting for four on the beans like four on the floor um all right. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, um, Mark G. I'm, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. That's how it goes. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, so this was a first pitch at the, uh, I believe this was a Cardinals game. And the Tom Brady thing isn't real. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop ruining stuff. I'm sorry. You guys can't be this gullible. I hate it. I hate it. When I see people falling for obvious shit on like Facebook, I get so angry. I do. I get so mad when I see an obviously fake video or news story or whatever. And people are like, oh, no. That's real. It's not. It's not. Uh, hey, Barry, it's harder to impress a system. Maybe they should have sealed the deal for him. I mean, I feel like there's ways. I feel like there's ways to impress without coming up with a fake ass video. I don't know. Tony out here. UFOs are not fake, Tony. We're going to get to that. The government is uh, the government is talking big shit about. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wow! Poor Marine coming in, putting his dick on the table. Yo! Shout out to poor Marine. Just dropped 5,000 bits on the program. 
I want to salute you, like, but in an ironic way. But since you're an actual Marine, I don't want to salute you because that's disrespectful as shit. But poor Marine One, thank you for your service. Two, thank you for the five thousand bits, my friend. Damn, shots. Uh, listen, I'll shoot heroin for five thousand bits at this point. I, I gotta. I got I got I got to draw a line somewhere and be like look I'll smoke a small crack rock not a large crack rock I will do a half a cc of heroin not a full 2 cc's of There's a lot of heroin talk today you're right cherry it's a very weird day Uh five shot no no Charles no 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 not five shots <laughs> Cherry's like why is there so much heroin talk today I don't know uh, Port Marine said, I just can't talk. Otherwise I'll be banned. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, this one, this one is for poor Marine. If I was like a hot tub streamer, I would write his name on my arm or my chest. Uh, I, maybe I'll write it on my inner thigh. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not selling my body. I'm already selling my soul. Poor Marine, buddy. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for your generosity. That is amazingly generous of you. Uh, cheers to you. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. Fucking A. I'll let my chin. It's not something you should say. Uh, Jesus. <sighs> God, it's good stuff. Cheers, Paul Marine. Thank you, buddy, so much. <laughs> Paul Marine said, you guys always think I'm a dick. Well, yeah, I am, but Barry is good at what he does. Oh, fam, thank you, man. Listen, that is, seriously, when you, when you, are you trying to get in my pants right now? 50, uh, 5,000 bits, and I'm just flattering me? <laughs> we fucking, okay. Uh, at the next remote, bring your condoms, fam. Okay freaked out all right <laughs> i appreciate that poor marine i like that the chat's like damn rich marine generous marine thank you buddy seriously uh very much appreciate that um hot tub streamers haven't seen those in a while oh they're they're still doing it still big timing yeah uh poor marine you cc said poor marine you bought me a drink you want my heart you won't. Oh, one. One, my heart. I was like, what? You won't? Um. All right, here we go. This is another video. No, again, thank you, though. I appreciate you very much. This is a uh, video of DJ Steve Aoki. Do y'all know who Steve Aoki is? Am I saying that right? Aoki? Aoki? He's a DJ. He DJs. He, uh. He has a bunch of J's and he D's them. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how you describe what it. He just. I've. Can I be honest? I also. I don't understand the concept of these DJs becoming celebrities and making millions of dollars for just playing music. Now, some of them will like blend it and 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 make their own remixes of the songs and it takes some talent to do that but there are some and a lot of them was like these i'm an instagram influencer and model i'm also a dj like look just because you own two ipads or ipods doesn't make you a fucking dj all right 
No, not Nori. <laughs> and another one. That's the other thing. How does DJ Khaled have a lot of rap albums? Dude, you don't rap. Why are you making rap albums? I don't I don't get it. Uh, no, he's not the cousin of Nori Aoki. It's uh, Steve I Aoki. And uh, he's just a DJ Boom Boom. Never wanted to be famous. First of all, it was MC Boom Boom, not DJ Boom Boom. And then it became producer Boom Boom because MC Boom Boom sucked. All right. If you're going to get the history of my rap career, if you're going to put it out there, you got to get it right, Uzi. Later, I DJed, but not as Boom Boom. It was just in my mom's club. So it was a whole thing. He produces too. Okay. Well, that's a little better. A lot of them do. But I'm talking more about, like, I, I know Aoki makes music, right? And, like, like Fatboy Slim was a DJ, but he produced, made, I love me some Fatboy Slim. Moby was kind of a bitch, but whatever. Uh, DJ Mama's Boy. There you go. DJ DJ cries a lot. <laughs> Sir cries a lot. Uh, DJ Puss Puss. We can go from Boom Boom to Puss Puss. Uh, EDM Music Berry, they were more like producers. Not really. Not really. Have you watched these Instagram hoes? These are the thirstiest bitches, which, by the way, okay, it's rant time. <sighs> it's rant time. I'm about to look. The hell was that? I'm about to lose my shit for a second, okay? This is going to hurt some feelings, and I'm sorry. Let's first get this bullshit DJ thing out of the way. All these raggedy-ass Instagram hoes that are like, I'm a model. No, bitch, just because your phone has a camera and you post pictures, that don't make you a fucking model. Are you signed to Wilhelmina? No, you're signed to Instagram. You're not a goddamn model. But I'm an influencer. No, you're not. You're not. You have 3,000 followers, and all they want to do is see your titties and your feet. Shut up. Shut up. You're not a goddamn model. You're not an influencer. You're not a fucking DJ. You're not an actress. You're not a... Stop. You're thirsty. You're our thirsty woman who's out for clout and likes. That's it. That's it. That's it. I still follow him. I just want to point out. I mean, I still... I'm going to look. I'm like, ooh, nice titties. Nice. <laughs> nice feet. <laughs> like... But I... They... They're so phony. They're so phony and fake. Just be real. Just be like, hey, guys, I'm just here for attention. Here's my tits. See, this is why I love and respect people like Cherry and, and Kiki. And these are people who are doing it the right way, and they're not being fake and phony about it. Like Kiki has her thing that she does. Cherry has her thing that she does. And it is different than what I do, but they work just as hard. They do just the same kind of promotion and they're real about it. They're not fake. Like Cherry's not running around like I'm a super big time actress and DJ. And I know that's what I fucking love about them. And that's why I will support them and rock with them until the wheels fall off. But it's these phony-ass, fake-ass women on Instagram. And that's all they have. They don't even do an OnlyFans or a Patreon or none of that shit. They literally, like, it's like this one. Do you guys remember? I think it was during the pandemic. One chick, she's an Instagram influencer. Ah! God, I hate that word. But she pulls up in her Mercedes. It's her and her man's. She gets out. She walks over to this random ass dude who is boarding up a business. I think it was maybe during the hurricane or the riots or I don't fucking know. But this man is out there working hard, either rebuilding or doing something. And she walks up 
And they've got a, they've, he's working, he's like screwing uh, plywood over a window or some shit. And she was like, can I hold your drill for a second? He's like, como? She's like, can I hold your drill? He's like, what? So she, she gets the drill and she gets up on the window and, and she's like, she doesn't even know how to hold the fucking drill. Like, she doesn't even know. I think it's the fucking bit was pointed at her face. She's like, and they take a picture, and she literally goes, thanks, and walks off. And then the picture that she posted was out here in the community doing what I can to help. No, bitch, you weren't. You're a fucking liar. We hate you. Nice tits, but we hate you. Okay. Be real. Be authentic. That's all I'm saying. There's one rant out of the way. And you're not a DJ just because you got two fucking iPods and you put them bitches on shuffle. All right? That's not, that doesn't make you a DJ. <laughs> Drill your face, you dumb whore. All right. That's aggressive. I'm sorry. Listen, guys are whores too, just so we're clear. That's... Um, but then there's this other part. And I, I kind of have... Here's my other part of this rant. Um, oh, don't don't get me started on uh, don't get me started on TikTok as a comedian. TikTok, I fucking hate it so much. Oh, I hate the lack of originality on TikTok. The problem with TikTok is there's a ton of originality, but there's also a ton of not originality. Clarence said, "Now sports." Really, Clarence? Are you just are you just jonesing for sports that we got to get to it? We're going to get to it, buddy. I have so much sports to sport. You have no idea, sport. Look at look at all these topics. Look, hold on. I'm just going to show you all the topics we have to sport with, okay? Why is it doing this? Here you go. This is all the sports we have to sport. Sport. How come it's not popping up now? It's not, it's not showing you guys the sports. Well, that's stupid. Uh, we have a shit ton of sports, though. Okay, you just have to take my word. Damn, Mark, that was brutal. Um, So, I've noticed this trend, and it's just, it's just started occurring on Twitter the last couple days. And this is sports adjacent. Clarence, if that is your real name. But what I'm seeing is all of these thirsty, we'll just say thirsty folks, because it's men and it's women. And I've noticed last night, for some reason, it just kept popping up on my timeline. Hey, where's Astro's Twitter at? I owe you guys a bunch of follows. Hey, Astro's Twitter, I'm an Astro's fan. Follow me, I'll follow you back. Let's all be popular together. It's fucking nauseating. Now, if I and I get it, look, I'm I'm blessed to be in sports media in some form or capacity, still on you know doing the TV show and all that stuff, and it's probably bad form. People consider it punching down if you're a sports talk radio guy or sports media guy, and you're talking shit to fans. But the problem is, thirsty is thirsty. And fake is fake. And I don't give a shit what my role is, uh, what I do. Like, if you're fake and phony and thirsty and disgusting, I'm going to let you know that. 
which is probably why I don't have a job in radio again. But I last night and the night before, oh my goddamn Twitter feed, it's just nothing but thirsty ass Astros fans. Hey, Astros Twitter, where are you at? Uh, and then they'll get like 35 retweets, 300 likes. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, no, I'm petty as fuck, heartthrob. I'm petty. I'm so petty. You know why? Because I fucking hate phony. I hate fake. Be authentic. That's all I want out of you. Just be authentically you. Which is why I love Cherry. It's why I love Kiki. It's why I love folks in this business that are just authentically them. Be that. Because you can't fake it forever. And eventually, people are going to find out you're an asshole. So... I see this one chick specifically last night. She's like, wow, well, this blew up. I owe a bunch of people. Because she was like, hey, Astros Twitter, where are you at? Oh, snap. I love these boys in blue. Crush City, baby. Bang, bang. Stars are forever. Like, I don't know. She's saying all the bullshit things that Astro fans say. It's so fake, so phony. So I go to her fucking timeline. I go to her timeline and I just start scrolling. Turns out. Spoiler alert. This bitch is a Red Sox fan. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Am I being too petty here? Am I being too petty? If you're a fucking Red Sox fan, but up until 2015, 16, 17, and then after 2017, there's not a goddamn whisper of the Red Sox in your timeline. But before that, before that, it was, oh, no, the Astros are playing my Red Sox. Let's go Sox. 2017 and beyond, it's, I love these Astros. I love these Astros. What? Do you? Or do you just love likes and follows and clout? Who will cut you? Who's going to cut me? Oh, I'm going to show some ball cleavage. That's a pretty that's a pretty strong move, P. Randizzle. It's a pretty strong move. <laughs> uh, I swear to y'all, this is a true story. I, I screenshotted it. I did. That's how petty I am. I am super petty. People are like, Barry, you're never going to make it in this business because you don't let shit go. You're petty. Yeah, I am. You know why? Because I fucking hate phony people. I hate fake-ass people. Oh, Donna, let me tell you what. Astros Twitter is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Seriously. It is just a bunch of ah, ball washing. Ah. These motherfuckers couldn't name one Astro from a 90s team. But they're big I'm lifelong Astros fans for five years. I fucking hate that concept of uh, same thing with Yankees Twitter. Fuck the Yankees and fuck Yankees Twitter. All that is stupid. Just be sports fans. Be authentic. Who gives a fuck if you're a Red Sox fan that lives in Houston? Fuck them. Tony, you save you. Well done. Well done indeed, my friend. I love when you... I love... Oh, look at that. Good job. Kevin Bass. The mustache man. Whoa. Pete Harnish. Chili Pete. No, that was Pete Chilcutt. Pete Harnish is a good rip. Nice, nicely done, Nick Gambo. 
All right, guys, name your most obscure Astro. We just had a new contest. The winner of the most obscure Astro, I'm going to give you a $25 gift card to Amazon. I don't know why I'm doing this. What the fuck is happening right now? If you, if I see them now, you can Google it. I don't give a fuck, but I would like for you to be authentic. But the most obscure Astro's name that I know, that I recognize, it can't be just some random ass. You Googled it and found like a 40-man roster bum that poop gives a fuck. Name a random obscure astro that i recognize this is all subjective some of you hoes are going to be mad as fuck i don't care but if i see the most obscure astro's name in the chat i'm gonna give you a 25 dollars gift card jen's like barry we got enough shit to keep up with why are you doing this because i'm sick of these fake ass astros fans oh i had a crush on metzger nice uh my sister had a crush on um, Joe Sambito. Apparently, back in the day, Joe Sambito was a lady killer. Uh, I don't know, ladies, can you validate this? Tony the Handsome. I don't know. <laughs> Tony, did you have a crush on Joe Sambito? Oh, there's some good ones. <laughs> Jim's like Barry. What the fuck, man? Just stop making more fucking work. And giving away money you don't have. <sighs> Jen, it's going to be on you to make sure they get that. No, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, all right. Keep, keep pumping them in, chat. Keep pumping them in. The most obscure Astro's name that I recognize. Like I said, you can't just like Google uh, Astro's 1994 40-man roster. And then go to Baseball Almanac and be like, why do I know all these names? Holy, Andy Stankowitz. Oh, that's so fucking great. Oh, these are great names. Holy shit, I know all. Oh, Tom Edens. If you put Tom Edens in the chat, I don't give a fuck. I don't know who Tom Edens is. But if you were to put Eddie Taubensy, oh, oh, I'm jerking off to Astro's Twitter on that. It's a good name, but it's got to be obscure, but somebody I know that doesn't mean it's not legit. It's just, I don't know. Them. All right. And this is all subjective. So don't be mad if you don't win. Cause I don't give a shit. No crybaby bullshit. Nonetheless, I just want these fake ass Astros, Twitter hoes. And I mean, men and women Astros, Twitter bitches. Stop. Just fucking stop. It's disgusting, and we all hate you, and we know you're fake because we go to your timelines and search, and I can see you've been a Nationals fan for five years. So, <gasps> God damn it, we have a winner. Oh, my God, we have a winner. <laughs> Let's go through some names. Let's go through uh, because you all, you, all you guys put in a good effort here. Tony Eusebio, Kevin Bass, Pete Harnish. Chris, I love you, buddy. Your timing might be the worst in the fucking history of timing. Like, we're doing something fun, man. Roll with the fucking punches. 
I'm not a fucking moron. I know we need to get back to the Steve Aoki video. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. For fuck's sake, man. God damn it, Chris. Get shit together. Is your first day on the show? Craig Reynolds is a good one. Uh, Tim Bogar. Eh. Yeah. Uh, who else? Bob Nepper's pretty good. Not obscure, though. Enos Cabell. Raleigh Fingers was an astro, Walt? I had no idea Raleigh Fingers was an actual astro. Interesting. Frank DePino's pretty good, but I don't know who that is. Uh, Javier Ortiz. Roger Clemens. Not obscure. Not obscure. Jason Lane. Not obscure. Orlando Miller. Terry Poole. Daryl Ward. Dickie Thon. No, none of these are obscure enough. Excuse me, Morgan Innsberg, Hank Conger, Steve Finley, Casey Kendall's decent, Rob. It's decent. Um, who else? Kurt Schilling, not no. See, these aren't obscure enough. Oh, what the hell? Did y'all hear that? That was my throat. See, if you if you say Kurt Schilling or Derek Bell, then that's easily Googleable kind of shit. Like you're you're not an Astros fan in my mind, if you know that. No, Rusty Kuntz never played for the Strohs. That was my, one of my favorite moments in radio is when uh, Joel Blank, my old co-host of The Usual Suspects, says Rusty Kuntz on air. Uh, this is the best. Or maybe it was shock. I don't know. One of them said it. I was like, what are you doing? You know that it's not his name. All right. So we have one, two... I have the winner already, but keep posting. So, Anda Harsedeno is pretty good. Danny Darwin, not bad. Bob Watson, no. I don't even know Doug Connors. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Donna, this one, that one's out. Casey Candell, Stretch Suba. When I saw this, this was my winner. Stretch Suba is my winner because it's super obscure. Only a dyed-in-the-wool, die-hard Astros fan from the time they were fucking four years old would know who Stretch Suba is. And he never played in a single game as an Astro, but he was an Astro for years. Years! Stretch Suba was the bullpen catcher. For the Astros. Rob. That's amazing, buddy. Unless there's another one pops up real quick. That's that's the most obscure, best referenced Astro in the chat. This is how you weed out the bullshit. Eric Yelding, Vinny Castilla, John Hudek is pretty good. Steve Sparks is an announcer now, so everybody knows that. Orlando Merced, Mark Portugal, the toy cannon. Sean hates this. Very true. Uh, Eric Anthony's pretty good. Um, Glenn Davis, the big bopper. I mean, everybody knew he had the what second most home runs in the Astrodome's history behind Jeff Bagwell. I got it. I'm sorry, guys. I got to give this to Rob. Rob, congratulations. You just got, Hey, what's up? Jim on sports. Rob, congratulations. You just got a $25 Amazon gift card. For naming the most obscure Astro. Uh, Virginia Bowie said he never played. 
doesn't matter. He was still on the team. He was at every game. He was he was in uniform. He was in uniform. All right, Rob, I got you a twenty five dollar gift card. Uh, I'll get that to you. I need your I got your email, so I'll send it to you. Case Candell's pretty good too. Does the bullpen catcher count as a roster spot? So that's the thing. If you would have named an obscure third base coach, I'd be good with that. Does that not count? If you named an obscure manager, Bo Porter, or, you know, the Jerry Glanville of the Astros, whoever the fuck that was. Still obscure, still within the organization. There's no rules. I make up the rules. You guys don't get to make the goddamn rules yourself. I technically never took the field. I don't get this. is all random. Rob wins. Suck it, hoes. Okay? Rob named Stretch Suba. Wah! It was a great pull. It was a great pull. Don't be haters, okay? Also, stop clout chasing Astros. Stop clout chasing Astros Twitter, please. All right. Uh, Rob gets a twenty five dollars gift card for a barbecue lesson. That was fun yesterday. Rob, suck it, hose. All right, here we go. Uh, this was Steve Aoki, famous DJ, throwing out the first pitch. Okay. Uh, it's not the best, like, uh, Kenny Lofton. Oh, you meant Kenny Lofton as an Astro. Oh, I mean, technically he was an Astro within the organization. And I was so sad, man. I loved Kenny Lofton. So mad. So mad. Uh, but here's Steve Aoki's first pitch at a Cardinals game, I do believe. Check this out. So I like the wind-up, Steve. Well done, right? Y'all see the little wind-up there? He's like, I'm super funny with the windy-windy. And then the pitch. Now, you can already tell. Why is he behind the rubber? I don't know. But it's tough to see. Did you see that bitch sale? Look closely at your screen, folks. He sails the pitch up onto the screen, protecting the lower bowl. They said this was worse than 50 cents. I, I disagree with that, but come on, fam. Bro, you knew you were going to do this. This is the thing I don't understand about first pitches. <laughs> Stephen the medic guy said, cross all the and then I like how long it takes to roll back down. Thank you. <laughs> and then the, the, did y'all hear the announcer? Did y'all listen to the listen to the uh, the, the announcer? He goes. Thank you. <laughs> he goes. Thank you. I mean, what do you say? You can't throw it up on the screen and then as the announcer be like, y'all give it up for Steve Aoki. <laughs> DJ throws like a bitch. No, you, you can't. You can't. You, no. <laughs> Jado said, I guarantee you Angel Hernandez calls that a strike. 100%, John. 100%. Strike. <laughs> Angel Hernandez is ringing somebody up on the Steve Aoki first pitch. Don't argue with me. Get out of here. I know what I'm doing. I'm a trained professional. Oh, Jim said I've thrown a couple of pitches at a, at uh, minor league games. I know Raheel has done it. Uh, Joel Blank has done it. 
I'd be a nervous wreck, but I tell you what I would do is I would fucking practice, Steve Aoki. Practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Bro, go to your backyard. Get out in the, if you live in an apartment, get out in the parking lot. Walk off, what is it? Uh, 60 feet, six inches. What kind of release point does that though? You know how bad you gotta be? If you're like, it! Um, Jim said it's a little intimidating up on the rubber, but it's not impossible. No. And you know what? It's okay if you bounce it. Like, don't do like the 50 cent. Ah, like the release point is here. And then you just throw it in the dirt or like the mayor of Cincinnati or who was it? The, was it the mayor of Cincinnati? They're like somebody hit a camera person once. Like if you bounce it, you bounce it. Who gives a shit? It's all in the release point. It's all in where you let the ball go. Steve Aoki let the ball go here. Hoing! Uh, 50 Cent let the ball go here. They say the mound height is the problem. So don't stand on the mound. The mound height did not cause Steve Aoki to sell that some bitch on top of the screen. Oh, that was funny. That was a good time yesterday on Twitter. I was I was on I was feeling it yesterday on Twitter. I was talking mad shit on Twitter yesterday. Alex, give me give me 60 feet. Oh, you have to throw from the rubber. No, you don't. No, you don't. No one says you have to. No one says you have to. If you're like, listen, I'm I've I've got little noodle arms. I can't get it there. They'll be like, all right, stand at the front of the circle and do it. It's fine. No one's going to judge you. Jim, did you throw from the rubber or just stand on the grass? GWB did it with a bulletproof vest. Exactly. Exactly. J- w. Hey, man. Huh? Come on. 9-11. You're either with us or against us. Axes of evil. Swing. Come on, fam. George was pretty athletic, though. Only chicks and ex-presidents throw from in front. Not if you don't want to embarrass yourself, Flip. Don't nobody give a fuck. Ain't nobody judging you. But what you don't do, no, 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 no. You know when people judge you, asymmetric risk, is when you sell that some bitch on top of the screen. That's when people judge you. And his dumb ass was on the backside of the mound, so he's already facing up. Yeah. I would agree with that, P. Randizzle. President Bush had the all-time best first pitch right after 9-11. I get a lot of shit from some of my friends. I was a big W fan. I was a big W fan. I know that surprises a lot of y'all because some of you, if you've watched the show in the past, think I'm like a super liberal left. I voted for W. He was trying to throw it to God. <laughs> it's kind of true. W was the best, though, man. Love me some dubs. I liked W because he was like, he was like a fun-loving goofball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, look, look who's surprised. Chris Ray is a shock. Like, what? Yeah, I know Ray is. You think I'm a super liberal left? No. I voted for dubs. Twice? Yeah, twice. Because uh, I was like, no way. Uh, I'm so glad Al Gore wasn't around when 9-11 happened. We needed a gunslinger. I love me some George W. Made some questionable decisions, but who the fuck hadn't as president, right? But Dubs was great because he knew he was goofy. 
He knew he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was like, uh, who was the VP? Uh, it wasn't, uh, who was the VP? Democratic VP. Dan, uh, he was like stupid. Like people were like, bro, how dumb are you? Oh, he would always say the weirdest shit. Or maybe it was the VP under uh, Bush Sr. No, not Dick Cheney. Uh, who was the... Dan Quayle? That's who it was. Dan Quayle was a fucking idiot. Bush? Dubs? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Dubs was kind of an idiot, but he was a fun idiot. Like when they threw the shoe at him. That's when I knew. When they threw the shoe at George W. Bush and he dodged that shit like Neo in the Matrix, I was like, that's my president. That's my fucking pre- Exactly, Ivan. Exactly. George Bush out here humming heaters for first pitches after 9-11. And then he's all out there on the fucking world stage and they're fucking humming chocolates at him. He's like, miss me, bitch. America. Pow. Nice try, ho. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, and nuclear. Nuclear. My favorite, my favorite George Bush quote of all time. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube. This is when I was like, I love this man with all of my heart and soul. George Bush. This is my favorite, favorite all time quote from George Bush uh, of the world. Craig. Oh, you guys are going to be able to, we're not going to be able to hear it. Because I don't know how to, this, what did I do? No! Oh, this is muted, that's why. Oh, here we go. Is that louder? Did I get louder, by the way? Let's see. Oh, here we go. Okay. I think you guys will be able to hear this. State of the... Here you go. All right. We got, this is my favorite quote. All time, all time... Dan Quayle corrected a kid's spelling and the kid was right. <laughs> of course, Mary hated Dan Quayle. This is so epic. Sorry, kid. It's T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. No, that's not the possessive. That's the plural. He's like, is this kid even talking English? Possessive and plural. What? <laughs> Did George Bush quote the rifleman? That would be fucking, that's so George Bush. That is so George Bush. Nah, this is this is my all-time favorite George Bush quote. Here it goes. Uh, here we go. Hold on, hold on. My state of the union, or state, my speech to the nation, whatever you want to call it, speech to the nation. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. And America needs a military where our breasts and brightest are proud to serve. Yeah, proud to stay. If you're a single mother with two children, which is the toughest job in America as far as I'm concerned, and you're working hard to put food on your family, <laughs> rarely is the question asked, are, is our children learning? Too many good docs are getting out of business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their, their love with women all across this country. See, I don't think you can be. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in He's like, this is all saying in Texas. Tennessee, this says, fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. (laughs) 
favorite George Bush quote. Is a, and I love how confident he was in the in his. He's like, ah, there's an old saying in Texas. There's an old saying in Texas. Y'all may have it in Tennessee. I don't know. It's pretty Texas though, and I'm Texas. Pow, pow, pow. Old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas. Probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." <laughs> If fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> I love it so much. Fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. Can't get fooled again. Like, God, that's my favorite. That's one of my all-time favorite quotes, period. Not the actual fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. That's the real quote. But it's the way George does it. Like, he starts off so confident. He's like, well, we got a saying in Texas. Y'all dumb bitches probably don't know it because Texas is everything. Yeah, we got that saying. You might have it in Tennessee. I don't know. You got a country. But that saying is a Texas way of life. It's the way we live. And it's everybody, every man and woman and chicken child from Texas knows this saying. It's in our, it's in our pledge of allegiance to Texas. And it goes, fool me once, shame, oh, you. Not gonna, fool me again, not gonna get fooled again. I, cut, I don't know. Do we have questions? <laughs> so great. So great. No, not chicken child. Chick and child. Oh, he started quoting the who. Did he? No, he did not. Is It's in Texas because we run it. I don't know what that means. Shame on uh, someone. What is happening? J. Cole used this in a song and it was amazing. Oh, he did? I got to find that. I got to write that down, Jamal. Thank you. J. Cole Bush quote song. Obviously, I can't play it on here because Twitch will give me a copyright strike. Fool me three times. Fuck the peace sign. Oh, that's so good. That's my favorite George Bush quote of all time. Uh, <clears throat> all right, we got sports headlines out of the way. We got Steve Aoki's dumbass throwing out a first pitch. We can get rid of that. Oh, let's see what else we got on the list. We got Pat Bev's done. Get out of here. Oh, PGA Tour. That was pretty good. Hey, you got OBGYNs out here practicing their love. Tell y'all, man. Huge George Bush fan. Uh. Did y'all see the, the price of beer at the PGA Championship in Tulsa? First of all, Tulsa, what are you doing? Sorry, Rob. If y'all know who Rob is, that's Philip Barnard. I called him Heartthrob Rob forever. Got his name wrong all the time. Just like FJ. I added an extra J in uh, F. Jimenez. I just called him FJ Jimenez. And I'm sure he was like, this fucking guy is a moron. He can't read. Uh, but the beer, yeah, Jim, it is absolutely ridiculous. The cost of a Stella, is Stella even a fancy beer, by the way? I don't know if Stella's a fancy beer, but I feel like $19 for a Stella is too much. Now, some of you guys, like Last Call, who's Charles, for those of you not familiar on the Discord, 
does beer bearded beer reviews. That's what last call BBR is. Be- bearded beer reviews. It's on TikTok. Go follow him. And oh, is that what it is? No role models, Mina. Thank you, buddy. No role models. I'm gonna check that out. That might be my new favorite song. Um, that's a fancy beer price. Yeah, but is it a fancy beer? Is Stella considered like? Oh, it's an upper echelon. It's kind of. You know, it's, uh, you guys drink it with your pinky out. Oh, my gosh, the Stella. <laughs> the Stella is amazing. Oh, Muffy, bring me a Stella. Is it? Because just because you put a fancy name on it? Aquafina is like fucking Dollar General water, and it's $6. And then Michelob Ultra is 18 and Stella is $19. Now, I will, I will say this. This is for a 25-ounce beer, not a regular, like, 12-ounce beer. Pacha Stella's not fancy. Dave, Peepy Dub said no. Asymmetric Chris said Michelob Ultra is water. See, I would just, uh, this is the cool thing, is I would just go straight to the whiskeys. I would go over there to the uh, cocktails. Love me some cocktails. Love me some cocktails. Um, Old tales of the cock. But that's cheaper, too. 15 bucks, throwing a little mixer. You're good to go, fam. Make a little ultra organized organic seltzer. I mean, that's stupid. Kona Big Wave Golden Ale. I don't know. And then they've got souvenir signature cocktails, the Jim Beam Black Ginger Highball, a transfusion, a margarita, and a mule. Okay. Beh. Beh. Uh, I drink ultra when I got when I, I got my monthly. Oh. Kona, what is the deal with Kona? Kona, Big Wave is the best beer on that list and the cheapest. Okay. See, I wouldn't get, I would be like, nah. Like, I wouldn't get the Stella or the Michelob Ultra. I know Michelob Ultra is trash, especially for $18. It's just, these prices are ridiculous. And the crazy thing is, is that people are like, this is bullshit. The Masters doesn't even charge this much. And it's the Masters. Yes, they've raised prices, but somebody said it would take until like 2048 for the Masters beer prices to equal what this is in the raggedy-ass town of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Present company excluded, heartthrob Rob. What are we doing? Stella? Oh, boy. It's super suspensive. They put gold foil on the label. Spoiler alert. It's not real gold. That's true. That's a good point, Jim. Jim said, how garbage is the wine that Stella costs more, right? Poor Marine said, I'd bring a flask. Can, can that, I'm trying to remember, the last time I was at, the golf, at a golf tournament was this past year's Houston Open. But I was performing for the staff. It was, so it was like a corporate gig. But they did give us passes to go to, I think, round one or round two of the tournament. I think they even canceled the show for that. Um, but, uh, like we would, we went into the Halliburton tent. They never checked us. It was a, uh, and we went up there and drank eight for free. So I'm wondering, like, I, I didn't go through like the, 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 the normal fan entrance, I guess. Cause we came through the, like this back and the security and, um, do they, do they pat you down or do they, boop, 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 boop. I guess they're checking for weapons. I don't know. Yeah, plastic flask. Okay. 
I guess so. That's what asymmetric raising on potch says. Claire said, hey, bleep you, Barry. Ultra helped me slim with my girl, girlish figure. <coughs> okay. That's true. You're super slim, Clarence. You need to get your money back, buddy. Uh, I was surprised beer was expensive at a NASCAR race. Why? Why? Yeah, now that is true, VB. Like I said, those beers are 25 ounce. And you're right. The wine is probably like a normal whatever poor wine is. The wine's probably a box wine, too, if we're being honest. Right? It's probably a box wine. They sell shots in plastic pouches now also. What? Is, is there a good flask? Now, see, my problem is, I, y'all know, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a whiskey drinker. I drink Crown and Diet as my everyday. So I would have to, like, take a thermos. Because I can't just, I'm not just sipping vodka. I'm not like gin and CC and Donna out here drinking like men. These women. Tough. They, they're just, they're like, oh, Everclear? Just straight. I'm like, can I get some diet sarsaparilla to go with this crown? Do y'all have any diet Shasta in the back? This is, ugh. <laughs> it burns. And these women don't give a shit. So I can't do that. I would have to sneak in a thermos or a camel pack or some shit. Because just a flask. Although I guess I could just like, yeah, just give me a Diet Coke and then pour the crown in there. That makes sense. But if I'm going like all in one unit, no, I got I to gotta sneak in a goddamn lunchbox thermos because I got to have it mixed. And crown's not like a sipping uh, whiskey anyways. Uh, get a camel back. There you go. But see, I got to mix it, Jim. I got to mix it, buddy. I got to mix it. Used to be great uh, Norman wine till went to Saudi. Oh, Greg Norman wine. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Tab. Oh, boy, I miss Tab. Bring back Tab. Good old Tab. Oh, Barry pissing off the matriarchy. No, pissing them off. I just complimented them. No, tough old broads, all three of them. Now I've pissed them off. <laughs> Clarence said, I've yet to see you, uh, to see Donna drunk. She's tough. Her, I've seen CC drunk, but CC, CC would drink any man in this chat under the table, bar none. Bar none. Uh, Jen's, Jen's not mad I called her a broad. Jen's mad I called her old. I love that. She's like, who are you calling old? The old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. <laughs> she said, twist my old dick. Twist this dick off! Tab tastes like death in a can. I mean, it ain't that bad. Two weeks ago, you said you didn't know who would win versus me and Cece. Oh, Mark. It's not easy to go one for one with these. No, you definitely don't want to try that. You definitely don't. You definitely don't. There's look, we got a lot of good drinkers in here. We do. Mark, Charles, we've been down this road. Chris, telling you, what's up, Dre? Doctor is in. Barry pissing off the matriarchy. Y'all remember Barry? I miss that dude. Rest in peace to Barry. <laughs> I I have sinned against you, my lord. 
Ah, oh, oh, say hi to Todd for us. In the arms of the angel. Ah, oh, good times. Uh, so that was the beer and wine prices. And then Justin Thomas came out and said, $18 for a beer? What? Got to treat the fans better than that. Now, again, it was a 25-ounce beer, not a 12 or 16. So there, so there is something to be said for the fact that it's uh, $18 for that kind of beer. But, um, yeah, what you going to do? Uh, a couple NBA notes. We got to talk some NBA playoffs. What happened in Dallas? Where's Total Dallas at? Where's Total Dallas at? What happened to your Mavs, buddy? Luca and the Mavs got their ass handed to him. We'll get to that in a second. Let's get to this news. Uh, uh, the NBA All-Rookie team was announced, and your man's Jalen Green for all my Houston folk made it. Top five. Starting five. First team All-Rookie. Uh, Scotty Barnes with 100% of the first place votes. Cade Cunningham also 100% of the first place votes. Evan Mobley, where they were all three unanimous first place finishers. And then you had Franz Wagner. Hi, uh, Franz uh, from Orlando and Jalen Green of Houston had 58 first place votes and 42 second place votes. Interestingly, because I think Jalen Green's start to his season and being on a bad team hurt him more, but he averaged the second most points in the league behind um, uh, 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 who, who averaged the most as a rookie. Was it, was it Barnes? I don't even know which rookie averaged the most, but he had the second. I think he averaged 17 points a game is what I read. And uh, which was second most for a rookie in the NBA. So why is the volume thing going off? I hate this goddamn alert. I'm talking. I just don't think I've seen a stadium beer that expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what is the rule? Potch and Clarence, that's the rule. I don't understand. Oh, um, so there you go. There's your NBA all-rookie team. Just wanted to point that out. Now, let's talk this story. What time is it? 3.40? Yeah, we're good. Let's talk this story about Nick Saban being a crybaby. You guys, Nick Saban is a crybaby. Uh, by the way, what's up to everybody on Podbean? Chris Reyes, Eric Resendez, Titan Hugo, the Jay Rizzle, John Dory, and Truck Driver Pookie. Shout out to y'all over on the Bean. Uh, hello, folks. Also, don't forget, real quick, we're going to... Let me do this. Let me just do some housekeeping real quick, and then we'll get to the story about Nick Saban. I'm sorry, CC, but I'm about to trash old crybaby-ass Nick Saban, so buckle in. Buckle in, CC. About to talk some shit about Bama and Nick Saban. But before we do that, I just want to remind you guys, it is a three-hour Thursday, and we get crazy and wild in the third hour. We do... There's no rules. There's no script. I mean, yeah, the rules are like, don't be racist don't be an asshole don't be sexist or homophobic but that is typical chat rules but like we do crazy shit an hour number three on this show and it is a private i'm your private dancer uh and we do uh we do a third hour it is only for patreon members if you want to support the show and you want to be involved in all of our stuff that we do that is just for patreon members and discord members including having access to the discord by the way but also getting the third hour of the show uh being able to do fantasy stuff and like there's tons of things uh we did a giveaway for uh wine taste or the the uh, berry on deck whiskey barrel selection they're going to be the first ones to know when the when the stuff is available uh in liquor stores so when the berry on deck prideful goat whiskey drops 
Patreon and Discord are going to get the heads up first. They can go and get those bottles because they're going to sell out, and they're going to sell out quick. But those, So those are all the benefits. You can sign up, patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. By the way, shout out to our... Did I, are they gone? Son of a bitch. I could have sworn that I downloaded those. Well, now I got to do it tomorrow. But we have uh, a couple of Patreon updates. So I'll do those tomorrow. <laughs> Poor Marine's like, God damn it. Another platform? <laughs> it's uh, it, it was when I first started. And the benefits of it is I could get merch. Uh, I do weekly or I, I do annual and semi-annual uh, giveaways. Like I gave away mouse pads to the uh, huge deckheads for their semi-annual gift. I got keychains to give out uh, at the uh, for the one year gift. So there's a touch. Poor Marie with the thousand bits. Holy shit, he's doing it again. And I miss Joe Pro. Joe Pro, thank you for the three hundred bits. Poor Marie's like, fuck your Patreon. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right here. I can't learn another goddamn uh, <laughs> platform. Hey, Potch with the sixty nine. Hey, I appreciate you, Paul Marine. Thank you, man. That's super friendly of you. Super kind, super generous. Jared with 200 bits. So join the Patreon. That's going to be the third private hour. It's only for Patreon members. You can do it for like five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. Uh, Jared Taylor, just upgrade to the Sally Struthers level. I'll make sure I'll have those slides for you guys tomorrow. But yeah, for sure. Go, go do it. Uh, oh, shit. We in a hype train. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> Was that, was that not as loud? I'm hoping that wasn't as loud this time. Uh, it shouldn't have been as loud. Level one complete of the hype train. Thank you, guys. I've got to do a shot for the hype train. Stupid-ass hat, D-Mata. Uh, and the hat gets stupider if we get to level five. Stop, Philip. Don't say it like, no, Potch, please. Stop. That sounds awful. You and Philip, let's run a train on Barry. Barry's getting a train. I'm, I'm a professional. Okay? I take this very serious. All right, that seems kind of ridiculous. Thank you guys for getting us into a hype train. We just hit. God bless! Poor Marie with another thousand bits! Someone's trying to see my butthole. Someone someone is trying to see my butthole. Barry's had more trains running him than Lisa Ann. You're an asshole. I hate you. This can mean it. Barry, thank you for the 50 bits, buddy. Alan, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Oh, damn, we're at level 268% of the hype train. Hey, man, you guys, I love you to death. Thank you for making me put on this stupid-ass hat, D-Mata. No, we're not, it's not. It's not get trained on Thursday. <laughs> Stop it, Jan. Thank you for the hundred bits, sweetie. Stop that. You work here. Cheers, you guys. I love you. Thank you for the hype trains. The best. Uh. Hour three. <coughs> oh goddamn. Hour three is gonna be crazy. Dad's gonna be all drunk in hour three. Uh. 
Porum? What is, I don't know what that means. Oh, I can take this off now. The train stopped running. Uh, oh, Perry figured out the bits. Look at Perry. Hey, Perry, good job, buddy. Uh, holy shit, Jared. Jared out here gifting community subs. Who got the subs? The real tight spot and Perry. Let's go, Jared. Thank you, buddy. And then he follows Jeff Bell with 100 bits. Guys, I don't deserve you. I don't deserve you. Stop it. Drunk Barry is fun. I'm trying not to be Drunk Barry. I'm worried I'm going to say some inappropriate shit one day. So I'm really trying not to be inappropriate. Yes, this is a super squirrel moment. The hype trains really throw me off. I'm not going to lie, Joel. Uh, What the hell were we going to talk about before y'all started this badass hype train? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't remember because I got into the Patreon and that got off on this tangent of shit. Oh, Nick Saban. Thank you, Poch. Poch is like the produce. Real tight spot is sweet. All right. Listen here, pal. Listen here, pal. You stay out of my tight spot. Uh, all right. Yeah. Nick Saban crying like a bitch. He's, a, he's, he's crying because... Jim, Jim, take, Jim is like, cheer 69. <laughs> no space. Ponch is like, yeah, don't, don't put a space. Uh, but hey, there you go, Jim. Thank you, buddy. Jim with the 69. I like 69 bits. So you just type that and it works. I always have to cl- click on the icon and shit. I'm a dumbass. Y'all, Nick Saban is an asshole. I'm going to tell you why. This is a quote from Nick Saban talking about A&M, talking about their recruiting. <sighs> He's a crybaby bitch. <laughs> Jim said I'm so old. Jim, I, I screwed it up too. I didn't even know you could type it in, Jim. I had no idea. I really didn't. I would go click and then find it and pull up the bits. It's the whole thing. I had no idea. So you're way ahead of me, uh, Jim. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, Jen said Dre got it. What did I, I missed it. I don't, I don't know. I, what I, I don't know. I don't know what I missed. Uh, you can't, uh, it took me a while to, I can't hear you. What? Oh, cause of Saban. So Saban's a crybaby. This was his quote. This is Saban. They were talking about recruiting classes. A&M had the best recruiting class in the country. Again, Nick Saban said, I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. AM was first. AM bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name image likeness. We didn't buy one player, all right? But I don't know if we're gonna be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. It's tough. It is hilarious to me that Nick Saban is out here looking for sympathy. I'm sorry. Call me skeptical. Call me old-fashioned. But there is, in my mind, there is no way, no way possible that Nick Saban and the Alabama program could ever reach the level of success they did doing it 100% above board. There's just no way. There's no way. Them boys cheated too. 
Now, I'm not trying to be all Astros fan. Or, ah, I mean, well, yeah, we did it, but so did the Yankees. And the, the, I'm not doing that. But what I'm telling you is, is that for him to come forth and bitch and complain about A&M doing it within the rules. Like, what are you crying for? And Walt said, where's the lie? Here's the problem, Walt. Why are you bitching and crying in the first place? It's not A&M's fault. It's not Jimbo Fisher's fault that the boosters are willing to give NIL deals out. How about you get with your boosters and tell them to stop being cheap? Because nothing A&M did was outside the boundaries of the rules of the NIL deals that we know of. Like, just don't be a cry. Exactly, Mina. What a crybaby bitch. Booty soft Nick Saban. Nick Saban's a booty soft bitch. That's what that quote tells me. Now, that's not the end of it. And I've got a lot more. In fact, I'm going to pull up the whole article here because... Oh, it's good. This is a, uh, this is definitely, this is definitely a back and forth you don't want to miss. So Jimbo Fisher got word of it and was asked about it, and he has responded. Specifically, some people think they're God. Go get, go dig into how God did his deal. You may find out a lot of things you don't want to know. We build him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody's that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. It's despicable. Jimbo was pissed. Jimbo is mad as shit and he's not letting it go. And that's not all he said. Plenty of extra quotes coming from Jimbo. Oh, read it fast like Jimbo did. <laughs> yep. Some people think they're God. Go dig into it. Go dig into his deals. I don't know how Jimbo Fisher sounds. I'd have to listen to it again. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's a pretty good point, CC. I gotta read it like him. This is some other quotes that he said. We never bought anybody. No rules are broken. Nothing was done wrong. It's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. Kiss of death. When they get busted for cheating, it's good. That quote, oh, it's going to come back to them. We're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. I'm not done. He added more and more. Now, by the way, A&M had one of the best recruiting classes in the modern era of recruiting, people are like this, this class, which side note, Jimbo, buddy, if you don't win a national title in the next four years with this recruiting class and the previous ones, he's definitely getting fired. He has got to win a national title or he's got to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, good for you for being a good recruiter, but if it doesn't translate on the field, you got to go. And that's the difference between a guy like Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Nick Saban will have the best recruiting class and then go out and win three championships in four years. Jimbo will not. October 8th is going to be fun. Oh, Jim. So Jimbo crying for expressing his side. No, he's, he's, it's a retort. Walt, it's a retort. Jimbo wasn't the one that started this crybaby meow meow bullshit. Same as the one that's like, we're getting out recruited by AM and it's because they spend money legally within the rules. Oh, crybaby Saban. 
And Jimbo's like, bitch, your ass cheated for how many years? And now you want to bitch because somebody's just recruiting within the rules? Shut the fuck up, Saban. That, I don't look at it as crying. I look at it as a, man, shut your cheating ass up kind of retort. I don't think it's Saban crying. I think he's mad that, 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 I mean, I don't think it's Jimbo crying. I think he's mad that Saban called him out specifically. He didn't even say some schools. He said A&M. This is a direct shot across the bow. Because Saban knows he's about to get his ass handed to him potentially because of all these recruits. Saban was at a conference where this was the subject. But again, Walt, why did you have to specifically name A&M? You could just say there are schools out there in the SEC and other divisions who are every recruit they had. They're winning recruiting wars and and blue chippers and they're doing all this. You didn't ever have to single out A&M and Jimbo Fisher. You didn't have to do that. You could have implied it without just being on the nose. A&M's an asshole. You didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that, but Nick Saban thinks his shit don't stink and he can say whatever he wants. So Jimbo clapped back and I ain't got no problem with it. And this is not my Aggie fandom talking. If it was embarrassing, I'd be like, Jimbo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You sound like a moron. See, Jim gets it. Jim gets it. Uh, so it, it continued. Saban said Wednesday night that Alabama players made $3 million doing it the right way. What the fuck does that mean? Are you saying that A&M cheated? I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M brought every player. We got that quote. Fisher said during his news conference, quote, what's funny is that talk right before he said that about us, wasn't he soliciting funds from the crowd? It's amazing, isn't it? When you walk on water, I guess it don't matter. He also called out Jackson State. Saban told ESPN on Thursday that he reached out to Fisher and Sanders wanting to apologize for mentioning their schools specifically for any suggestions that they were cheating to get players, but Saban didn't back down from his stance. Look, I should have never singled anybody out, and I wasn't saying that either one of those schools did anything wrong. This is Saban talking. I didn't intend it to mean they were buying players, but more that you're able to buy players now and it's totally legal. You're just using name, image, and likeness to do it. What I'm saying is that it's not good for the game and it's only going to get worse unless there's some federal legislation. Yeah, but Walt, that's not okay to do that. You can't put names on it if you don't have evidence, if you don't have anything other than your fucking opinion. Because what Nick Saban said about A&M and Jackson State, and I'll find what he said about Jackson State as well. Here we go. Saban also singled out Jackson State in his comments saying the school paid Travis Hunter, a five-star prospect who flipped his commitment from Florida State and signed with the historically black college and university program during the early signing period in December. They paid him $1 million to join the program. Jackson State coach Deion Sanders denied the rumor that Hunter had been offered more than $1 million. But he singled that out as well. So the thing is, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty straightforward guy. I, you know what? Like, if I think you cheated, I'm going to say it. But that's the problem. Nick has no actual evidence 
other than the fact that A&M and Jackson State played within the rules and flipped blue chippers to not go to Florida State and Bama and instead come to A&M where the pockets are deep and the winning is thin. (laughs) Oh, Eric Resendez, that's a great point. Why didn't Saban talk about Texas? Why not talk about USC? There are so many programs taking advantage of NIL deals. So many. Miami's going to pay all their basketball players a shit ton of money. Like, come on, fam. It's ridiculous that Nick Saban, of all people, is being a crybaby bitch about this. I could see this being reversed. I could see Jimbo Fisher being like, well, goddamn. You know, it's bad enough that you got to try to beat these people as is. They're They're already out recruiting us, and now they're out spending money? They're out spending us? It sucks. But the fact of the matter is, Nick Saban is a poor loser. He's a poor loser on the field. He's a poor loser on the recruiting trail. He's a poor loser everywhere. And he's an asshole. Uh, What he said were facts. People took it out of context. He never said they cheated. Now, you're one that said you don't like subtleties, Walt. You literally just said that. I don't like subcontext. What in the fuck do you think he's implying with his subcontext of pointing the fingers? You're wrong, Virginia Button Reed. We don't agree with him because Walt is wrong on this. What he said were not facts. He is implying through these quotes that AM and Jackson State, as two examples, are cheating. I mean, we were second in recruiting. AM was first. AM bought every player on their team. Does, is that a fact? Does he have does he have the fucking info? Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. We didn't buy one player, all right. Did you not? Did you not? But I don't know if we're gonna be able to sustain that in the future because now that part is fact. Yeah, you gotta play ball. This is the new rules. It doesn't matter, VB. VB said this was just a booster speech. It doesn't matter. You can't come out and specifically say, oh, A&M bought their whole program. By the way, before NIL, Jimbo Fisher was a hell of a fucking recruiter. So let's not get it twisted. Don't start blaming guys like Jimbo Fisher and, and, and other good recruiters who are now also, now also using the tools at their disposal. You're assuming that's what he meant. Wall, come on, fam. Don't do, don't do, don't play this. That is, that is, don't play that game. You are trying to play both sides of the fence on this and you're speaking, you're saying the same thing and contradicting yourself. I don't like subtle context. I don't like, you know, subtleties and and innuendo. That's exactly what the fuck Nick Saban is saying without saying it. Nick Saban is saying he thinks A&M is cheating to win recruiting without saying they're cheating to win recruiting. That's what the fuck that is. If you think it's any other thing, you are fooling yourself. That's what that man is doing. Do you honestly think if this was just a, oh, it's just a a side note thing that Nick Saban said in passing would have riled up Jimbo Fisher that much? I mean, Walt, I don't know if you saw this part. One, uh, here was the, where was the part? Uh, Saban told ESPN Thursday. Okay. So that was, so we did the Deion Sanders thing. Saban even admitted I should have never singled anybody out. I didn't intend to mean that they were buying players. He's admitted it. 
That's what it sounded like because that's what it sounded like. That's why Jimbo was pissed and Dion is pissed. Fisher said Saban had called him. So Jimbo Fisher said, yeah, Nick Saban tried to call me. Why? If, if what he said was so harmless and so meaningless and so just, I don't know why everybody's getting so upset. It's all true. Then why the fuck is he calling Jimbo Fisher to apologize for the shit he said? Cause he was out of line and he knows it. That's why Fisher said he called Saban. I mean, Saban said he called Fisher, but Jimbo Fisher didn't answer quote, not going to, this is Jimbo Fisher talking. I'm not going to answer. We're done. Uh, he's the greatest ever, huh? When you've got all the advantages, it's easy. You coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how to not do things. There's a reason, people, I ain't back and worked for Saban. Don't want to be associated with him. That's great. That's Jimbo Fisher, straight up. You can call me anything you want to call me. You can't call me a cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. I learned that when I was a kid. If you did, your old man slapped you upside the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. What the fuck? What? Uh, and then it says, Adam Athletic Director Ross Bjork told ESPN he learned of Saban's comments late Wednesday night and spoke with Fisher about it first thing on Thursday. Bjork said he supports Fisher and backs his comments because this was personal. Quote, we're being accused of using NIL to induce players, which is against the NCAA rules, which is against the Texas state law. So that's why we're so defensive is because we're not being accused of having all of our players on our roster having NIL, which is also, which is permissible. It's, oh, there's only one reason why they're doing this. That's the part where Jimbo is emotional and personal because he knows how hard he works, the staff works, and how great of a place AM is. That's where it really is sad in a lot of ways. That's what we're, that's, that we're to this point. So again, you can make all the excuses you want for Nick Saban to be able to come out and speak the truth. But the fact of the matter is, he's trying to say that AM cheated on the recruiting trail. That's why they had one of the greatest recruiting classes in the history of recruiting this year. And that pissed him off. That's where we're at. And I'm sure Jimbo's a hothead. Uh, Dave said uh, players can be paid. How is it possible to cheat? Jimbo is a hothead. Because I think there's other like rules and stuff. Fisher was asked whether it would be awkward seeing Saban next week in Destin, Florida. He said, awkward about what? I don't mind confrontation. Lived, my, lived with it my whole life. Kind of like it myself. Backing away from it wasn't the way I was raised. Now, this is not done. This gets better. I don't know if you guys knew all this. Maybe I'm repeating it and regurgitating it because other shows or radio things that you listen to said it. But I love this. This is awesome. So then Saban says, Jimmo can say what he wants to say. We've known each other for a long time. He worked for me and is a very good coach. As I said, it wasn't my intention to single anybody out. Yes, it was. You're mad because you lost to him in recruiting. But I don't take things personally. Some people, when they compete against each other, everything's personal. It's never been that way for me. Bill Belichick and I are best friends. We were in the same division for two years. You failed bad. When I was in Miami and never had an issue. I'm not against NIL. I'm against bidding for high school players. I'm against attorneys, collectives, and others getting between the money and the players. Is that really what we want to be in college football? Nick Saban has bitched about everything that has meant progress. 
in college football. Do y'all remember when Nick Saban was so much anti-spread offense? They're running the game of football. You can't go out there and run this mealy mouth well, spread offense, seven on seven bullshit. And then he hires Lane Kiffin to bring the spread offense. And now Bama's a juggernaut because they adopted the spread offense. So shut up, Nick Saban. You're just being a crybaby and a poor loser. Signed, Aggie fan. All right. What the hell? What happened to my overlay? No, we're not doing that. What the? What's happened to my overlay? Hold on, folks. Let me fix this. this. Is not this is not okay? My little overlay there. My little uh, end credits is messed up. I wonder why. This is not okay, people. This is oh, there we go. Let me refresh this. It didn't read it. Damn it. Clarence said, this would be so much better if Jimbo slapped Saban and said, keep my school's name out your fucking mouth. Keep my school's name out your fucking mouth. Joe Pro said, uh, well, that's a lot of words. AM doesn't have to pay anybody to go there, that, uh, that team, but once we get this, see, God damn it, Joe Pro, I've tried, buddy. I fucking, I feel like Boomhauer reading that shit. Man, I think no AM out there, paying recruits out there, and they're going out there, and they're getting them people up down there, and they're cheating in the recruiting field. What the fuck that's it? Joe Pro, please send that again. Add some spaces. Uh, Amos said, I mean, we have, we don't have the full context of the conversation. Jimbo probably only saw the snippet like we did. And I'd be mad too, if that's all I heard. Okay. I, I know that's what I mean. Jimmy typed like boom hour. All right, man. That ain't old internet, man. You go out there and click, 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 click. Uh, Clarence said this would be so much better if Jimbo slapped Saban. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, I love impersonating Jimbo. I'm just not good at it. I need to I need to go back and I need to work on it. All right, let's get out of here. Look who fixed it while talking. <sighs> One man band. Hey, we still have a third hour to go, folks. We still have a third hour to go. If, if, and only if. No, D Wanna said, just keep going, Barry. Third hour is free for everyone. No. No. No, Demon. That is not how this works. The third hour, which is coming up next, Patreon only. And you can get in on it. All you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck, sign up. You'll literally get a link to the third hour of the show on the Patreon website. You don't have to be on the Discord yet, although you should join as soon as you sign up. But it's uh, the Patreon's a way to support myself as a creator and the show. When I got laid off from radio, the one thing that we couldn't control was advertisers and the money they spend. But you guys have taken it upon yourself to control this show and make sure that it stays around and the Patreon's the way to do it. So thank you all. I will see you in the third hour. For those of you that uh, are not on Patreon, I still love you to death. I do. Uh, by the way, special shout out to poor Marine. Dude, thank you for your generosity today, man. It means a ton to me, really. It, it does truly allow me to keep doing it. And I appreciate it more than I can ever put into work. And that goes for all of you. Thank you for the hype trains, the sub, the bits, the support, the Patreon. Third hour coming up next. I'll see you there. For the rest of you, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, 11 a.m. start on Fridays. We start at 11 a.m. Sharp-ish. Not really sharp. I'll be there. 
And until I see you tomorrow or in the third hour, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. See you in a bit or I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. YouTube video!